Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the REC Podcast, brought to you by REC Comics and Collectibles. I'm your host, Roman Chavez, and with me, as always, Eric Icarus. Eric, what's up? You can find us on the gram at REC Podcast. You can follow myself at Roman REC Podcast. You can follow the shop at REC Comics, and you could follow the bomb dude. Eric J. Wilden underscore Esquire. Nice, nice. <sighs> oh, man, we had a nice little surprise before we were recording today. A friend of the show, uh, Jeff, came by, yeah, said what's up, mm-hmm. got us going, got the blood flowing, Yeah, and uh, it was good to see him. It was yeah, good to well, see him. Oh, yeah, I missed that guy. I haven't seen him in a couple years. Dude, it's been Maybe a while. It's been a while. Longer. Yeah, it's Love nice. It's nice when we get an unexpected uh, uh, visitor oh, yeah, that yeah. we like. I missed my know? day drinking buddy. Yeah, dude, that was your day drinking really buddy back was. in the day in a, in a lifetime ago it feels <laughs> yeah um as a responsible adult yeah killing it killing it driving and surviving i love yeah, it yeah it's that, good to see him like this, that's what's man. up yeah. yeah all he had to do was move away from you so he didn't drink <laughs> in the daytime <laughs> oh man well we've had some uh interesting comic book news this week mm-hmm. and uh but we're gonna start off as we've been following Disney Plus's Moon Knight uh episode three came out and i'm gonna start this off with this was my favorite episode of the season so far. Yes, episode Musketeers was your favorite. Yes, this okay. was uh, this was uh, my favorite episode. There wasn't a, a, a whole lot in terms of uh, Easter eggs, but there really. there were a couple. But this is where they've been saving that budget, man. Yep, yep. there was. Some, I will give you that. There were some amazing scenes that we will get to. Um, but first off, this episode was dedicated uh, to uh, Gaspard Uel. I'm not sure if that's how you say his last name. He was the uh, the actor who played the kind of arms dealer in yeah, there, uh, yeah. Anton Mogart. He had passed away, I believe, last year in a skiing accident. Right, right. Uh, which you know, condolences to the family. That is that sucks so bad. However, he was also playing um, Anton Mogart, who is actually the Midnight Man yes, in comics. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see if they if they bring that character back. He was a, uh, I believe, his debut was in Moon Knight Volume One, Issue Three. We sold one sold recently. Yep. Recently sold in our Whatnot sale. Check us out on Whatnot at REC Comics. But I thought it was really cool. Yeah. This is his his episode. They dedicated it to mm-hmm. him. He had a nice role. Yeah. It yeah. sucks because you could really see, oh, man, I'd like to see this guy smaller. I would be too, yeah. And, I mean, handsome is all get out too. So, you know, yeah. easy on the eyes uh, yeah. and, uh, and and could have, uh, you know, really brought something to the, the rest of the show. He's kind of this arms dealer that they have to talk. Not an arms dealer, but like an antiques yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, collector. He's kind of like the collector. Yes. He doesn't steal stuff for profit. He just steals it to, to have it. Yeah, he's going to keep it. He's going to preserve it, but, like, just so he can see yeah, it. Pretty much. Like this guy. Yes. <laughs> That is that is how I live my, my comic book collection. It's not it's not for your eyes. It's for my eyes. Yeah, he only. doesn't sell anything here. No, no. Yeah, this is for looking. You guys see him come to the shop and buy anything? It's ridiculous. Um, but I thought that was uh, uh, really sweet that they because I honestly mm. I just I'm not familiar with the actor, so I'd forgotten about that tragic thing that happened. And I was like, oh yeah, that was the guy who passed yeah. away. So very cool of Marvel to do that. Um, one of the big Easter eggs, and probably the one that that you know was right out there, was a uh, uh, Mark's wife making the uh, comment about Madripoor. Yes, knowing Anton from Madripoor, right, right. some dealing that went down, that went south. Um, so good, uh, another uh, MCU reference, especially a Wolverine style reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, great to have um, the. Introduction of possibly a third identity. Yeah, I'm going to say it's the cabbie. Go for it. I forgot his name, though, already. Jake Lockley. Thank you. I don't know why I forgot that. Yeah, if they don't do this, 
Because they, they, they've definitely implied there's three yes. in him. So they got to do this. Yeah. If they don't, I'm going to be shocked. But if they don't, Marvel, they, they do have clever ways of getting around things or doing sure. something different. But I don't see why they wouldn't do yeah. this. Come on. Yeah. Come on. What yeah. You, you know, we, we've been waiting for uh, the emergence of another uh, identity. Yeah. And because the right now we just have the Mr. Knight suit. We don't really have the Mr. Knight persona right, right, right. Uh, per se, which is more of a detective. So having uh, – there was a scene in here where Mark kind of blacks out, mm-hmm. comes to, and these guys are beaten and killed pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And Mark's like, Steven, like what did you do? And he's like, I didn't do this. And Mark's like, well, I didn't do it and it, then it's kind of like we then we kind of jump to the next thing right right so it's definitely planting something else that so there's even a more brutal uh version because we've even seen mark pull punches like a yeah, oh, younger yeah, guy yeah, of course. so while he is yeah. in the know about fighting he if he doesn't have to he's not going to kill you right so who was this other person i mean jake's not super brutal no you know so true. is it going to be something else entirely or is this going to be the mr knight persona uh, like i i am not sure Lots of uh, lots of things. I I really enjoyed this episode. This was my favorite of the three. Where does it sit with you? I I'm starting to uh, not like the show as much. Ah, I'm starting. No, no pun intended. Starting to wane on this a little mm, bit, bro. Like, nice. Um, it, uh, Mr. Knight is killing the show for me, man, and not in a good way. Yeah, uh, it, it is that Deadpool reference, yeah. and he is. And it was so obvious in this. Yeah, one. like. Mr. Knight is not that manic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's a he's a detective, yes. you know? He'll crack wise here and there, but he's not full on, you know, being a clown. It's a weird thing you to know? have Stevie manifest that costume since he's not really sure why the why he looks that way. Though. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, so it, it, it is interesting. It does show you how flimsy the barriers yeah, are sure. between the personalities. But I don't want a cockney Deadpool. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And like a wuss. You know, Stevie's <laughs> kind of a wuss. So it is. Yeah. You know? Mr. Knight is not. No, no. He's he's very uh, more. He's far he's more. He's kind of like Rorschach in a we- re- weird way. Yeah. More Rorschach than Deadpool. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, this episode had a few really amazing scenes uh as i referenced earlier there's an excellent scene they're trying to find this tomb of amet Am- Am- mm-hmm. amet i can't yeah, remember yeah. how you say your name and uh they they know what the star constellations were but they need to know what the star constellations were mm-hmm. two thousand years ago when she right, was right. when she was buried and uh this is amazingly beautiful scene where Khonshu violates his you know parameters as a god and literally turns the sky back. And it's just a beautiful scene. We're seeing the stars kind of drag. It's very beautiful. And he's putting the stars where they were 2,000 years or ago. Or does he turn back time? I don't think. You think? I think that he I think he might have shifted time. You can't move the stars. Like yeah, that. but. But, but t- stars are in proportion to the earth because of time yeah move. yeah and, and that's a that's an interesting idea however because what is other that? people are, the, are seeing it happen sure sure but that's a, that's where the implication comes in now. like did, do you think he may have maybe moved this us back two thousand years this little you know i don't know this, man. yeah this it's just that's interesting to think this about this is just is, uh this yeah. just raises more questions I, it does <laughs> it does because like what was he exactly doing yeah and what's he affecting because he's technically it would be really i mean he's crazy powerful he's sure. he's affecting the universe right 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 that is L- like um, uh 
Thanos with a gauntlet yeah. power, you know? It raises questions. However, they've got me with the look of it. It looked oh, great. Oh, beautiful. Because you yeah. really saw it because he's doing the power through uh, Steven. Yes. And, you know, so Steven's kind of pantomiming this move right. to turn the stars back. And you see Conchu there doing it as well. Looked Oh yeah, Athena with Conchu just looks. He's still God. Some of the best work they've done is Conchu. Yeah, yeah. Ethan Hawke killing it still. Mm -hmm. Very much so. I uh, very very impressed with him. Yes. I want to know where this is going to go with him, especially because he's turning into one of my favorite villains. He's the reason I'm going to keep watching. Wow. See, this was a turning point in a in a a positive direction for me. Um, Arguably, while that scene was the most beautiful looking, my favorite scene in the show was. The other gods' avatars yes. being called together to kind of judge Arthur Harrow, Ethan right, Hart's right. character. Um, Khonshu requests a uh, you know a visit mm-hmm. with the other gods because at this point Khonshu's kind of on the out with the gods, right. and he creates a um, uh, an eclipse to get their attention. Right. And they, it's really cool because we're seeing like modern day like businessmen and women, other people from around the world, and their eyes kind of light up, and they are avatars. For Osiris and all of these right. other people, um, I think it's cool because they uh, they exist in this little pocket universe because people stop worshiping them. Yeah, so that they still exist; they're just not uh, not as powerful themselves and yeah. observing. Yeah, like there you go. Like the the yeah. I think it's Osiris. I'm not exactly sure who they say it is, but kind of the the head of these deities is like. Hey, like we record, we are not to interfere, we're not to meddle, and it's cool because Kanchu is then speaking right. through his avatar. Yeah. Everybody in this room is avatars for them, so it's it was really yeah, it was a cool. cool way to it show was a good that. Way to do it. Sure. it, it was weird, like how much Kanchu is just like overbearing, right, Mark, right, right. As you know, because like the other ones are talking normal, and Kanchu's like. I, I accuse, <laughs> I accuse, you know, and it's like, everybody else is cool. Why are you freaking out? He's like the L. Ron Hubbard yeah. of all of them. <laughs> and, uh, and they say, hey, if you manipulate the sky again, like we're going to encase you in stone. <gasps> and uh, spoilers, kids, he does that with the stars. And it was cool. What, what, what bothered me about the episode was this is the first episode that really got me. I was like, oh, this is really awesome. And I'm super hooked. It's because we got a lot of power stuff, and with Conchu being imprisoned in stone, it's just going to be Mark. Yep. It's just going to be... Yeah, yeah, they set that up already. Yeah. Uh, and I get it. Well, like, you know what Conchu's superhero name should be, right? Uh, Star-Lord. Come on. All right, this guy. What are you guys going to do with him? What are you guys going to do with him when I'm gone? <laughs> That's your boy. Right? Yeah, talk to your boy, Chris. All right, talk to your boy. Uh, and... Uh, but I really enjoyed. Uh, I really enjoyed the star scene. This mm. idea of this council of gods. Right, right. Um, I do think we're lending a little bit more credence to my my God Slayer oh, theory, dude. Uh, it's it's got to be. I mean, it, it it's could gotta be. be. I think it's wild, but it would be really cool if, if at least there is a. Like I, mean, I said, it would be really cool if they accidentally release Gore instead right. of why because it, it would makes be... too much sense. The, the release dates are so close. They're t- I mean, everything's kind of tying into each other, man. Could be. Could be. We'll, we'll see. Because has got some, you know, in the comics. He's got yeah. some, uh, you know. Um, thirst for thirst for the gods, right. you know. Yeah. He's a god butcher. So, uh, <laughs> but I, I thought it was a, a, a solid episode. I'm, I'm excited for more. But we only got three more left, Eric. Only three more. Only only three. Only Amigos left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, in the comic book world, actually, we're, we're going to go uh, to the comic book movie world uh, with uh, DC <gasps> Warner Brothers uh, being purchased 
for the third time in about six years. Okay? I can't... I... Discovery Entertainment, uh... I, I believe is what they go under. Discovery, you know, Discovery Channel and everything. They have purchased uh, Warner Brothers in DC mm. and all their subsidiaries for $43 billion in cash and, and assumed debts. So Woo! I don't know exactly how much they're going to get. <coughs> and um, it's wild. Yeah, it's I mean, absolutely wild. How like th- I mean, DC Warner is being passed around at the party. Yes, it's disgusting. Yes. It's they're right? the new the new uh, skinny white guy in prison. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's it's bad. And you know, with this, we've just had a, a successful. You can argue that with the um uh the last. Uh, buyer, which oh god, who, who was it that that had it was, him last? Eighteen uh, C. Oh yes, thank you. Good yeah. job, good job. And the you know we had, they had some success with HBO Max. Sure, sure. Um, the Suicide Squad, while uh, you know commercially somewhat panned, was cr- critically yeah. received well. Right. James Gunn's uh, uh, Peacemaker, mm-hmm. excellent show. So there were a lot of positive things that happened in this very the short. Positive I think, doesn't actually equal money. Exactly. Is the thing. Uh, so Discovery has has a uh, has you know uh, bought this. The new CEO is a guy named uh, David uh, Zaslav, I believe is how you say his name. Okay, and he's not a supervillain. He is not. <laughs> I mean, he's probably going to be. And the reason that this is important is because uh, the more things change, the more they say the same. The thing that we're always talking about with Warner Brothers is that they're always changing the people at the top, which yep. is why they can't get. Any That's why there's no, yeah, no continuity, no consistency. Yes. <sighs> so we have this guy who says he really wants to focus on the film division, and he would like to have. He basically said, without saying that, he would like to have a Feige esque person course, yeah. uh, in there. Has interviewed multiple candidates, but has shifted Kevin Feige. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my God, could you imagine? That'd be the craziest thing. That'd be Babe Ruth uh, signing with the Yankees. You know, that would be. It would just be oh, an, an well, insane. Well, that would break the universe. Mm-hmm. That would move mm-hmm. the stars if that happened. Yeah. You'd have to – they'd have to encase somebody in stone as oh, far as yeah, I'm concerned. Like, I mean think about it. I mean never say ever, ever because it could happen. It could. Money could. money talks, man. Yeah. If, if, we're, if we're 10 more years into the Marvel MCU world and it's just like coasting, it's doing its – you know, Ken Feige could leave and he be could. like, I can do this again. Yeah. Oh. You know, like See? that would be crazy. That would be Tom Brady leaving the Patriots and going to the Bucks and winning Super Bowl. It would be amazing. Um, it's like Gary Sharon leaving Extreme and going to – no, never mind. That doesn't work. It doesn't. It doesn't. Because Gary Sharon, again, he cleans the toilets here, okay? Um, <laughs> but what's interesting is that uh, uh, several candidates had been interviewed apparently and uh, the new CEO says, really, if I can find somebody in, – in so many words, I'm paraphrasing mm-hmm. – they can find somebody that can just keep things corralled. Sure. Like, which I think is a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But if they can get somebody who is, uh, uh, who is like a Feige, because the, uh, the Zaslav said he wants more accountability. Yeah, it even sounds like a super villain. Zaslav. Zaslav. <laughs> Son of a. <laughs> um, he wanted more accountability because these kind of other DC heads had. Okay, this person's in charge of this. That's this person's in charge of this. So this new CEO wants more accountability. So at least somebody will have to pay for the things that are done incorrectly. You know who you should get? Ezra Miller. God. The guy's got a good head on his shoulders. I mean, this might be a case where it's like, okay, we can deviate from all of these things. Even though Aquaman has a fan base, Gal Gadot has a fan base, uh, this Batman thing, okay, whatever. It's doing okay. But we're going to – maybe we're just going to go. Maybe we just wipe the slate clean. Release these movies, make some money, and then it's done. Give it two years, 
And go. A contextual quote was that all current DC products or properties are in flux. That was Woo-hoo. what was said. So nothing is set in stone. So there's a real world where they don't release some of these movies. I can't imagine there that would happen, okay. but where maybe they add some things to to sever these things. Uh, you know, like you know, you could, you know, do Crisis on Infinite Earths and, and just, just sever these boom. lines and start Done. new. I think that's what they're gonna do. Man. It could be really wild, I and think then you just—they're gonna do—and you just show every, you show George Clooney, you show everybody who's been a Batman. You that just, is, is Spider-Man, yeah. No Way Home. Yeah, this No thing, Way man. Home. This thing, and we're just seeing those realities being consumed. Yeah, uh, by, by the, the Langoliers. By the uh, 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 what's his name, the Anti-Monitor, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and we just start like that. I mean, you could, and you could have a reason for such a thing to happen, right? Um. Something that's been being kicked around the internet. Oh, here we go. What? What about James Gunn? Uh, you know, he would be one of my first people to do this. James Gunn to come in there, and he's had two successful launches, as far as the sure. the fans are concerned, right. with uh, the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. Yeah, he's obviously one of those figureheads at Marvel. His contract is supposedly up after Guardians Three. Yep. Uh, does this free him up to be a Feige type role? Sure. I mean, dude, if, I don't know if he's got the experience. I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. I you mean, know? you know, so he would have a lot. It would be a lot to make or break him. Sure, sure. I, I'm trying to think right offhand who could even possibly do this. I'm thinking somebody not even in the film industry. You get somebody who was in the comic book industry. Yeah. Or do you think it's a whole different beast? I think it is a whole different beast. Okay. But I think they've got to have somebody like a like a Feige, like a James Gunn, who has great reverence for the for the properties and um, likes to build a story, likes right, to right, build right. a you universe. Want, yes, yeah. Uh, not franchise killers. Not franchise killers. Um, could be interesting. I, th- you know, there might have been a time. If these Justice League movies were good, yeah, that Zack Snyder yeah, could have been the guy. totally could yeah. have been the guy. And I'm sorry, guys, I don't think we saw enough in the Snyder cut to say bring him back. Let's just keep it going. No, I don't. It think was we cool. Saw- the little thing. There were yes. a few things. I'm like, that was cool. But yeah, yeah, there was a lot I'm of really you. awesome stuff. It's not that. worth like, oh, get them all back. It's not. Renew it's not some what contracts. I need. Spend millions of dollars. They need to sever their ties yes. with Ezra Miller. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I still haven't seen the Batman yet, so Good. I'm going to watch it this week because it comes out on streaming yes. on the 18th. So I will hopefully by the, our next show have seen it. We could chat about it a bit. Sure. Um, but in all of this, DC Comics is still in there. And dude, I can tell you as being a small comic book shop with not a lot of things, indies outsell DC books here. Oh, I sell man, more indi- so crazy, independent dude. titles than I do sell DC titles. That is so crazy. How can you guys not be making money? There's been a lot of things, you know, in, in all of – I mean, DC – let me blow your mind. Okay. Because we're going to start talking about my favorite. We're going to talk about Jim Lee. Okay. Okay? Ooh. Okay. Jim Lee has been just shaking and moving in all of these buyouts. They, they can Dan DiDio, but they keep Jim Lee in this, in this uh, hyperbaric chamber. Yes, yes. They keep him safe. He kind of gets what he wants, it seems sure. like. Yeah. But could he be on the block now? Yeah. Could Jim Lee – be fired because it's not like it's not like he has amazing sales records no or anything you know they did beat out marvel for like a three-month period sure. with the new 52 but we saw how that went and yeah i mean we, we I saw mean, that frank miller jim lee thing so, saw how that went mm-hmm. so it, it's a very interesting thing because i think if you're 
if you're DC, if you're if you're Zaslav and who's ever then Zaslav. going, <laughs> if you're Zaslav, you, you got to keep Jim Lee there. I think in just a way to play keep away. You keep paying, <laughs> you keep paying Jim Lee to be Jim Lee, and he still has keep him away from Marvel to, because if you fire Jim Lee, <laughs> Marvel is going to be like, here you go, you fill out the check. <laughs> Marvel sells a million copies of X Men, whatever. Oh my god, all the variants. It would be insanity. Or, or if I'm Marvel, I may, I go make a, I go make an all in cash offer now for Jim because Ooh, of the things like that. It, because he, yeah, and then you do two years of Jim Lee making covers. Oh, That's it. That's all he does is he's making covers. Oh, you give him some creative director thing. You do that, and then at the end of two years, you guys, you, you guys, because because don't screw up Marvel Comics. Right. Let right. the people who are currently working on their stories do what they're doing. And then let's figure out how to work Jim Lee into it and then we launch a major thing where we're all just thirsty. We're thirsty for issues of X-Men from Jim Lee. Oh. I mean, dude. It would it would break some like I, it, it would have to. It would have to if Jim because this will blow your mind too. Jim's been with DC twice as long as oh, he was ever with easily. Marvel. Easily. Freaking easily, dude. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think DC needs to yeah play some keep away because, I mean, has he ever stated I hate Marvel? I, I would never go back. No, not at all. He so, he would totally go back. It's just yeah, he's in a contract. I'm he's in a contract, but I mean, he's got influence. He's got money. He has a title. Yeah, he yeah. does not have to draw. It's true. I mean, he hasn't done interiors in six years. Right. His last book that he did interiors on was, I believe... Was it the Frank Miller? No, it was eight to two, maybe 11 pages of Suicide Squad when they did the Rebirth storyline. Okay. Dang, so that was, was a minute ago. He was doing half of the book, and then somebody else was doing the other okay. half of the book. He was doing all the covers, but, I mean, he only did 10 issues of that, maybe. Uh, he still does covers every now and again, sure. but for the life of me, as much as I love him, I don't know what he does at DC. <laughs> but... It's smarter than than anything else. Yeah. If you can't do anything right, keeping hot potato away from right, right. Uh, uh, anything else, because I think Jim, I think Jim is for such a creative guy. Sure. I don't know that he has a ton of imagination in the sense that some of these other creators might. He's very he, much. He's he, analytical. There you go. He is very you know right. from having he's... Korean upbringing. You know you know like. Mm-hmm. He's he's take from what I know. I don't know the guy personally, obviously, but from what I know, from what I can gather, this is a guy who really calculates his moves, oh, big time. likes the safe play, and I mean, he's got a cushy deal. If they're willing, man, could you imagine if somebody was willing? Like, if we started to do so well as a comic book store, it would be really hard if somebody was willing just to buy me out to keep me from doing good. I mean, I would say no, but it would be hard to It'd say. It'd be no. hard. Because I love this. You do. You know? But and just uh, like write money down to say you can't do what you do. Ah, it's tough. It's very tough. It's tough. And, you know, if they're going to keep Jim in the capacity that he is, like the only – like Jim Lee would be – he's the only winner in all of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in, in any <laughs> of these buyouts, yeah. he's the only winner. He's either going to be fine or be in a position to make more money. Oh, big time. Nobody oh, yeah. is nobody else no, in the biz is like just him. Jim Lee. It's so crazy to me. It's because he is that thing that's just been kept away from Marvel for so long. Yeah, you know. Yeah, if I'm <gasps> if I'm anybody at, at Marvel Publishing, I'm, I would be like, we need to. I'm backing this. up the truck. Oh yeah, they're not. It, it, it could hurt them in the short term, but sure. it would only help them oh, in the long. God, term. yeah. They're oh. already killing it in sales, but you put Jim on, on, on X Men. Yeah, but it would be funny. I I bet you he wouldn't want to do X Men right away. Probably not. No. No, he'd probably pick something 
not silly necessarily, yeah. but something we wouldn't expect. Guardians. Like Guardian. Uh, oh, I can see him doing that. New Guardians team. New, yeah. But, you know, this is how you lure uh, Jim creatively. Says, hey, you know, Feige and MCU, we're bringing the X-Men in. We oh need a comic book God. to go with. I mean, it seems like it's writing itself as it far really as I'm concerned. Is. All of the things <laughs> could, could make a ton of sense to where Jim leaves DC, is part of the relaunch of an X-Men title that somewhat co- coincides with the MCU. Oh, why not? Mic drop, boom. Put, take, take the money. Yeah. I could sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Listen yeah, yeah. to me, Marvel. I could sell that book. Everybody could sell that book. I could give, I could give Eric a stack of them to go to the mall oh, yeah, and he could like, sell them. Jim oh, Lee. Yeah. You guys know Jim Lee? Everybody knows Jim yep. Lee. Boom. Dude, that'd be wild. God. That would be wild. I, I can see this happening. Yeah. I can really see this happening, bro. I, I mean, it's a. It, it could be a possibility. Obviously, we're just postulating here. Sure. What's more likely is they back, you know, DC keeps the truck. But see, the thing is, DC Comics is kind of the stepchild of, of the entertainment division. Now they it, really oh, man, don't. It's it's Warner so Brothers sad, never really put the support behind them that maybe they should get. Oh yeah, not like Disney has. No. not like Disney has. So they're not. They they they're all of this stuff that we see from the MCU. They're like, hey, like we want the comics to go with this in some way so that there's some crossover. Oh, of course. So that's just good business. You know, you want that. Venn diagram of, of, of money crossover, you know? Well, Rob Liefeld put it really well on his podcast where he was like, he was like, Marvel find, the Marvel way of making films is they find somebody that works with the ideas that they have planned. Sure. He's like, just look at Black Adam. Nobody is clamoring for a Black no. Adam movie. It's The Rock wants to make a Black Adam movie and he looks like Black Adam, so they're going to try to reverse engineer that to make it make sense. Exactly. And he's like, it's not going to work. Yeah. And I agree. That's been their whole problem is the reverse engineering. We're going to start with the team fully formed. Yes. Which in a weird way, it could have worked. In a weird way. They just, it, just, it just didn't execute it right. Yeah. You know, I feel like, oh, we can't do the Marvel thing and do five, ten movies leading up to this big thing. We've got to throw them all out. I think their thought was everybody knows these characters, which is yeah. true. Yeah. We all know Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash. We all know these characters really well. Don't really need to do a lot of origin stories on them, even yeah. though I think they did with Superman. And it, I did like Man of Steel. Yeah. But... Okay. It just wasn't executed well. Yeah, it was just ugh, yeah. makes me sad that DC has these. Look what you know. I'm going to kind of paraphrase Iron Man um, because Marvel did with C-list characters that DC couldn't do with their top tier characters. So it's like you know DC's going. He's like Kevin Feige made this franchise with scraps. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Yeah, that's Zaslav. Yeah, Zaslav. Yeah. Like, In a cave with I'm straps. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not Kevin Feige. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude, that is great. Oh man, it's you know, but you're, you're not wrong, Zaslav. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is a this is a DC is a company in which. Everybody, it's weird that you could you could outsell Batman with the Joker. Yeah. Yeah, you could get close <laughs> with Harley. I'm gonna say you could. I, I think a few Harley. years ago. A few okay. years ago. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think. Fair I enough. think that Fair that enough. candle has has dimmed quite a bit. A bit. Yep. But Joker still, you know, comparable. He's, like, mm. I mean, and we can just see that in a Joker movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Dollars. You know. Close to yeah, it. close to it. Yes, we have Batman movies that have made a billion sure, dollars. But that's bat. That's a flagship character. But also not had, a villain. Also had Joker in there too. <laughs> so you know, uh, and the other one was hoping for for Joker esque things. You know, um, 
it's fun. It's fun to dream. You sure. know, my dream. But some if, of this could come true. If Jim Lee goes back to Marvel, it will be like I'll cry a little bit. Sure. It'll be, I'll do it on the show, uh, and I, I would love it. I miss Jim Lee Marvel art. Oh, it's when so he classic. was doing. Uh, when he was doing those um, fan uh, pieces for the comic book stores during the pandemic, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and people—I mean, so many things were for of X Men, X Men and Batman. Yep. And there's so much more Batman art right now, I think, oh, than there yeah. is X Men art for Jim oh, Lee. Oh God, it's yeah. close, but there's I be, there's definitely more. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, just the, the just what we're talking about here—it's blowing my mind. Yeah. I think this could happen. There's a, there's I would a, love there's it. There's a world where this happens. I would too. love it. Yeah, like I said, either way, I think it's good for us. If Jim stays at DC, I'm it's fine with more, it. I just want more Jim Lee art. Like, that's all I want is more Jim Lee art. I got a sweet tooth Jim Lee variant the other day. Yeah, yeah. And I was so happy just because it, it was a piece of Jim Lee art yeah. that I didn't have. Mm-hmm. You know? Didn't you, like, follow him around at Comic-Con? Were oh, you stalking him? Oh no, no, I did not. I did not. Uh, uh, friends of the show oh, stalked oh. the Liefelds. Oh, that's uh, what it was. Okay. It's safely, safely Liefelds. We we actually have a, a weird relationship, and I don't want to uh, think that you were ever in any danger. No, God, no, no, no. Uh, not, I'm not implying that. during during like... Rob's uh, 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 hi, uh, what, what do you call it? sketch hunt? Sketch hunt, where he was yeah. hiding sketches around there. You know, a friend of mine was uh, was following uh, who he thought might have been some family members, sure, sure. and was right and got himself a sketch. So, so hey, fair uh, enough. No, I don't no. recommend that though. It's no, not, no, cool. not cool. Because I don't think they do it anymore. They don't. They don't. And I mean, we haven't had. They didn't do it the last like two cons, maybe. And then we uh, have been off for two cons. Right, right, right. But I could see Rob doing it this year. I think sure. he's, Rob Liefeld loves comic cons. Yeah, he does. And so I could see him doing. I'd like it this to meet year. him. This yeah, year, he's if great. he's there, he's always been nice to me. Yeah, uh, for, I mean, hell yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it, Rob. For uh, for DC Comics, though, even though they can't seem to uh, hit it in the weekly and sales, we want you too. They are no, they are at least kings in the <laughs> uh, single sale. Um, a nice. record breaking sale has occurred. The previous record holder for the uh, highest selling comic book was Amazing Fantasy fifteen, um, which is... is the first appearance of Spider Man, uh, and it sold for three point six million. I think just about two years ago at the most. Very it's recently, decent scratch, decent scratch. Before that, it was Detective Comics twenty seven at like two point something billion, and then before that, it was Action Comics number one, the first appearance of Superman at like one point. Eight billion, something like, or uh, yeah, uh, you know, one point eight million. Excuse me. And Mm -hmm. Superman Mm -hmm. number one graded in an eight zero. And I saw this book, Eric. Mm -hmm. I can't believe this book is from you know you know forty whatever. Oh, nice, like crisp and so brightly yellow. Superman number one sold for five point three million (sighs) dollars. That's insane. That's insane money for a comic book. Yes. Um, graded, though. Graded, and it's the high, I believe it's the highest graded uh, book on the census from CGC. Oh, yeah. There are only four others higher than a six. Yes. Oh, so this, okay. So again, so that's why. So that's for your questions, kids. Okay. It's not raw. It's already rare. Okay. But it's rare in that type of condition. Okay. It looks like a really, I mean, it looks great. It's bright yellow colors. Uh, white pages. I mean, it look it, it's amazing. I saw a nine, uh, a nine eight. Uh, I think it was a nine eight. Justice uh, uh, Brave and the Bold right. twenty eight for Spirits mm-hmm. of the Justice League. 
um, at Comic-Con one year. I believe it was a 98. It was really high grade. Dude, the person let me hold it, which I thought was ridiculous. Uh, but thank you. They're, no, they're nice about that. They're pretty John, uh, cool John about from, it. John um, from... Oh, yeah, from uh, uh, Torpedo. Yeah, he let me hold the uh, Amazing Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. And he walked off. And he walked off. Yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> I was like... But if you steal yeah. from there, you deserve everything you get. Kids. Oh yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Don't, you steal, don't, don't steal from combo that. guys, man. Okay. It's not don't cool. Never, yeah, if they're if they're uh, uh, messing you up on prices, just don't buy from. Yeah, them. just don't buy. But don't That's steal from these them. guys, yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it sucks. Um, but yes, this book went for an insane amount. You know, we've been getting new uh, tops for many, many high pedigree books, mm-hmm. and. Honestly, I think it's only going to go up. Oh, God, yeah. But the ju- – I mean it will have to be an amazing fantasy uh, in the eight grades to, to push the needle, man. I can't be- – That is insanity. Uh, Nicholas Cage, it. I hope it's not you. I hope – I wish you'd learn Obviously, we don't know who bought or who sold. Private, private buyer. But, um, you know, they just goes to – leads me to a question for you. Uh-huh. So you think raw books – collecting is almost done do you think no. it's going to go exclusively or is there still pockets for just raw books there's still t- i mean there are guys who cannot believe that i grade books i okay. have i have customers who come in here it's just like the people who 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 uh like how i feel about people who open toys the i am the i'm finding that i'm the weird one at my shop almost all of my customers open a decent amount of their toys wow. 60 70 percent see that's weird to me they really yeah. only keep stuff like the super super rare right, stuff right, right. but i mean i'm selling amazing uh uh rare toys here at sealed prices but but you know it's, it's fair good. yeah yeah um and these guys are opening them guys they're spending 100 bucks on a toy and they're opening it because they need it for their spider diorama which hey that's their great. own that's cool but still that's still crazy to me but you know time is always going to add to these values i mean yes you if there's another 80 out there honestly i'd be shocked because you got to remember these pre uh 60s uh books they were used for uh fly swatters fly swatters trash uh uh, there was a, a book burning um, in the in the late fifties, early sixties for comics. What? Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, so yeah. So like that's why some of these things that we call the golden age from from you know pre fifty six, I think. Right. You know, the, the times are a little weird. Uh, I think it's pre fifty six. Yeah, pre fifty six uh, books. These golden age books. There are less of them because. They were, all these circumstances, all of these, all of these uh, variables. So that's why a book can go for five point freaking three because it's basically dollars. a grail. At it this is. Point. It is. I mean, it's a piece of art in history. When if I had that book right now, say I was the person that bought that. Right. When I, if I were to decide to sell that when I was in my sixties, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a ten million, the fifteen long, mil. I mean, I, in, in our life, we're gonna see the double digit million oh, God, comics. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna see them. Oh yeah. So, I mean, if this keeps going the way it's going to go. Yeah. But I I feel like comic books never really lose their value. Comic books like that. Yes, comic books like that. They always will stay at their value. Yes. Um, Those are what we call blue chip comics. Yeah, we call them blue chip books because they'll always be. You know, some modern versions of that are Ultimate Fallout 4, Edge of Spider-Verse 2. uh, These first appearances. Gunslinger Spawn 1. Yeah, God. No, no. But uh, some of these high-level keys that have been rare and expensive without movies those things are going to be blue chip books later so yes. when i'm older i'm hoping that i've, I've got three ultimate fallout fours at cgc right now ooh, i think i could ooh. get two eight two nine eights out of there i think you can and those are going to be you'll be reading about my sale <laughs> on whatnot on whatnot you know <laughs> uh, for 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 10 million dollars all right uh, 
But kids, that's our show. It was nice to have some cool comic book related things to talk about. I know we we tend to hover in the the movies and shows, but man, I like talking comics. I do too. I do too. We need to get our boy here reading some more books in the store. You Hell know? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. You need, yeah. We need to get back our recommendations. Oh uh, yeah, I missed it. Uh, yeah. uh, Mrs. RAC, she loves the recommendation. Oh, okay, well, the we'll recommendation caboose or whatever yeah, we we'll were calling out a cool it. Name for it. Uh, kids, if you like what we're doing, please hit that subscribe button. Click the uh, uh, the likes. Tell us what you think. Would you love if Jim Lee went back to Marvel? Should DC pay up to keep him? Uh, uh, oh, what's that guy's name? Xanatos? Yes. Uh, Zaslav. <laughs> Zaslav. Yes. Zaslav. Z- Zaslav. Will he yeah. rule the world? Yeah, I mean, he's trying. He's going to try to put it together. Like him and Kevin Feige are going to have to fight. <laughs> it's like uh, that. <laughs> It's like a, 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 a nether realm in the nether realm uh, from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like uh, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth against Ben Affleck, yeah. Ezra Miller. Like, like well, they crap. got their wild card, yeah, man. Yeah, he's crazy, man. He'll get you. Wild card, baby. Uh, Eric, do you have any final thoughts for us today? Keep watching the skis. Oh, skies. Keep watching the skis and skies, kids. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you for listening. I have been your host, Roman Chavez. I am still Eric Icarus. We'll catch you on the next podcast.